This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today's topic is how to pick a stock. You know, it's really interesting because we had a huge response to our show last week about people questioning what we were talking about with our stock picking methodology tool that we built. So we actually decided to do a whole show about it um, because apparently you all are interested (laughs) and are, are wanting to understand what is really going into developing a good buy criteria for a stock and a good sell criteria for a stock. With me today, I have certified financial planner, Kelsey Banky. Welcome, Kelsey. Thank you, Mary. And Kelsey and I actually work together to help develop this tool. Um, And so what we're going to talk about today is what goes into our methodology of picking a stock. And hopefully that will translate to you either thinking about how to develop your own methodology to doing that, or at least having a really good understanding of why somebody might say a stock is a buy, a hold, or a sell. Okay. So... One of the things that I realized a while back is that this buy criteria and sell criteria clearly needs to be something that's methodical because we all know that emotional responses to the markets creates negative impact on your portfolio, right? So we wanted to create a system that brought in all of the metrics that we think are important to be able to give advice on whether something's a buy, a hold, or a sell. So what I did is I hired a certified financial analyst and we actually went out and researched and spent a lot of time figuring out what are the essential metrics that we find to be important and then what are the parameters within each one of those metrics for what makes something a buy or hold or a sell. So this is a very distinct, specific methodology that's research-based And then our chartered financial analyst that we hired helped us actually build our tool. So we believe this is a very unique and proprietary method for evaluating stocks. And what we decided is that we want to create it to be a guide for a decision to buy, hold, or sell a stock. Okay? All right. So, Kelsey, when you've worked with people and they've come in and they own stocks, what would you say are some of the main reasons they decided to buy them in the first place? Um, a lot of people that picked their own stock, it, it was either something that they were familiar with right, or something that they got a quote unquote good tip on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying that that, you know, maybe wasn't a good tip or not, but I just, I, I like to found my decisions in facts and information. Anybody that knows me knows I research things like crazy. Everything from a car I'm going to buy to the school I'm going to put my kid in to the vacation I'm going to take and where I'm staying. I research things like crazy and that comes into, into very handy being that this is the job that I have. This so. is why we love. <laughs> so, um, that, you know, if somebody said, oh, I got a really good stock tip, here's the stock, and this is this is why I think it's it's going to be a good one, 
okay, that might make make me go now research that, but I I wouldn't make my decision just based on that. Um, Because anybody that truly has information that would make that a good buy that nobody else knows about, it's it's kind of an illegal practice called insider trading. (laughs) Uh, So if if somebody knows about it, it's probably um, information that's known by the market and it's probably priced appropriately at that point. Right. So when we say that people, um, you know, buy what they know, it's really interesting, right? Because I have people that will call me and say, you know, I noticed that there's six different Casey's General stores being built on my way to work. So I think I want to buy some Casey's stock. Or they'll say, oh, man, I see a whole bunch of new uh, tractors out, you know, right now. So farming must be good. Maybe it's time to buy some John Deere stock. Now, please understand, I'm not telling you to go out and buy these stocks. I'm not endorsing them. I'm just saying that this is an example of how people use what they know or what they see as a basis for making stock picking decisions. And it's absolutely not just, um, you know, here locally in the Midwest. It is all across the country. When you look at statistics of what retail investors hold in their portfolios in the Midwest, we tend to hold things that are more agricultural related. Mm-hmm. Um, in the California regions, they're going to hold things that are more tech related on on a stereotypical basis. New York is going to hold a lot of financial. Um, so just depending on what region you're in, there are companies and things that you are familiar with. And because you are familiar with you are more feel like you're a little more comfortable or feel like you maybe know a little bit more about those companies and then you start investing in them and that you know you may or may not be right but again I like to find uh, found my decisions in research and that's where our stock methodology really can help if there's a stock that you're interested in we can then um, look at the actual true data behind it and see if it is a good buy or something that you should be selling all right so there's three things that go into our stock methodology tool. The first is fundamental analysis. The second is technical analysis. And the third is overlaying that with our experience in the current economic situation. All right. So I don't want to get too far in the weeds in terms of um, using language that doesn't make sense to our listeners. But here's what I want to say about this thing called fundamental analysis. I believe that financial strength is the heart of fair value. So the financial strength that the company has is the very heart and soul of whether or not their stock is priced well. And in our fundamental analysis, our stocks are scored based on a variety of factors that reflect the current and the expected business health. So we look at a number of things that I don't think most investors are looking at when they actually are evaluating the stock. Now, what a lot of people do use in their stock picking is what's called a price to earnings ratio. Okay, And basically what that illustrates is how much the market is paying for the earnings of this company. Right. So price to earnings, that is something that is a common metric. And so when I say that it's important to have a range within that metric, that means that we've established a threshold, right? So if their price to earnings ratio is less than a 15, to me, that's probably a buying signal, okay? If their price to earnings ratio is greater than 40, then that would indicate to me maybe it's a sell criteria. And anything in between 50 and 40 might be a hold criteria, okay? So when I'm talking about establishing metrics, 
I realize this is very technical and that a lot of people aren't going to want to do this. But if you're the do-it-yourselfer out there listening and you are using price to earnings as a guide for what to buy, make sure that you have established a number in your plan of what is a buy criteria number, what is a sell criteria number, and everything in between is really focused on a hold. Okay, so some of the things that we look at in terms of determining if the company's healthy is also a price to earnings growth. Okay, and so you know, you have price to current earnings, but then you have price to what they expect them to grow at. That's one thing. You have a price to book value. We look at that as something that's important. We're looking at the debt ratio of the company. Now, if you are a do-it-yourselfer, you might not have ever gotten this far into it to say what's the debt ratio of the company. And it's not always easy information to find, right? But the amount of debt to equity that a company has, wouldn't that be important for you to know before you put money into it? (laughs) You wouldn't want to buy into something that has way, way, way more massive amounts of debt than they have equity. Kind of like investing in the Titanic as it's already hit the iceberg. <laughs> That's a great analogy. So we also look at uh, price to forward cash flow. So cash flow obviously is going to be something important inside the heart of a company's um, success. And then another fundamental that we look at is the operating margin, right? So the operating margin is the profit that the company has after a few things are deducted. Wouldn't you want to know if your company is actually profitable? If they have negative profitability, perhaps that's a sell criteria (laughs) or certainly a criteria that does not make sense for you to actually buy right now. Okay, so operating margin and profitability, I think that's a huge thing to be looking at. And ideally, like in our metrics, I would like to see an operating or a profit margin of a company of 15% or more. That's kind of a standard basis that if a company is creating that level of profitability, their stockholders are likely to be pretty happy because the profits are there and the profits are going to get shared. So when you're building out your metrics of the way you want to go about buying and selling stocks, The first set of metrics you have to look at is what are the fundamentals and which fundamentals make sense for you? And then what are your thresholds within those fundamental metrics to make your decisions? All right. Now, if you're not somebody who enjoys that, (laughs) then you might have already stopped listening to me. Or you might be saying, oh my gosh, this sounds really important, but I don't know how to do any of that. And that's why we have this stock methodology tool. And so what we're offering to our listeners is if you have stocks in your portfolio that you'd like us to screen for you, if you'd like us to use our methodology to help you understand whether or not we think it's a buy, a hold, or a sell, then this new tool that we have is ready for us to help you with it. So you all know that we are primarily a fee-based financial planning firm. If you'd like us to do a stock screening session with our stock methodology tool, then come on in. Give us a call. The first time that we meet with you is always free. There's never a charge for that first meeting. 
When we understand what the scope is of how much you want us to track and what you want us to analyze for you, then we can quote you a fee. And the gift that we're giving to our listeners right now is a 25% discount off of our fees as a a thank you for listening to our Money Guide show. So you need a code to get that that discount, and the code is MONEYGUIDE25. So if you call us and you say you want to do a stock screening session and you've got the code MONEYGUIDE25, Then we'll set up an appointment, have you bring in your information, go over what it is you're looking at. We'll quote you the fee to do that, and then we'll apply the discount, and then we'll get to work. And we'll look at whether or not your stocks, in our opinion, are a buy, a hold, or a sell. All right. We're also going to be talking about this at our next seminar, which is going to be held on March the 23rd, and it's called Portfolio Pitfalls and How to Avoid Them. And one of the things we'll be talking about is not having a good buy or sell criteria and then educating people more deeply on how to create that. So join us then and you can just register right on our website. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we're talking about how to pick a stock. So in the first segment of the show, we talked about the fundamental analysis, and now we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about something called technical analysis. So we believe that the price of a stock and the movement and volume of what it's being sold at can offer insight into something called a trend. And now that trend might be occurring for a variety of reasons. It could be investor sentiment. It could be just current market movement. But what we do with technical analysis is we evaluate the volatility and the momentum along with historical data on risk and pricing changes to really complement that look at the fundamentals, all right? So here's the thing. For sure, if the fundamentals are not there, it's probably not going to be a buy because technical analysis on its own gets a little bit dicey if you're just using that. If you're just using technical analysis and you're looking at these kind of volatility and momentum things, that's more of a day trading type of component. But if you're looking at a portfolio building type of thing, fundamentals have to be there and then you overlay the technicals, okay? So what do we look at in terms of technical? Well, we're gonna look at standard deviation. And standard deviation measures volatility, like how volatile is this stock going to be? Next thing that we look at is the RSI. It's called the Relative Strength Index, and that's a momentum indicator. Like, does this thing have momentum to move forward, or is the momentum going in the wrong direction and moving backwards? The next technical um, indicator that we look at is called beta. So Kelsey, explain to our listeners what beta means. Beta basically just means how does this uh, the performance of this stock correlate with what's going on in the market. So something that has a positive performance when the market is moving in a positive direction would have uh, a positive beta and vice versa. Um, so the if it doesn't move as much as the market does, then it might have negative correlation. Or if it's going the opposite direction, it would have negative correlation. So it's really important to look at <laughs> pretty the... Pretty technical. <laughs> pretty technical, right? But it is important to know because um, the, the beta and a correlation of a stock's performance to the market is actually very important in when we're building a portfolio because we don't only want to own things that move in the exact same direction as the market, because that means when everything in the in the market in our portfolio moves with the same way as the market, 
everything in a portfolio is going to perform well sometimes. And when the market's going the other direction, everything's going to perform poorly. But there are are different kinds of investments you can um, take advantage of that actually either have a negative correlation or have no correlation to the market, meaning it doesn't matter what the market's doing. They can make money um, completely independent of what the market is doing for them. So that's a really actually interesting technical piece to look at um, and very important in the portfolio building process. Absolutely. And so here's another thing that's kind of interesting that we use, and we have a built a um, kind of a correlation piece of what's called uh, the moving averages, simple moving averages. So we're looking at things like over the last short amount of time, what direction is the stock moving? And over the the long amount of time, what direction is it moving? And how are those moving averages moving in relation to each other? Now, that is really getting into the weeds of like what you're looking at in tracking and trends and stocks and things like that. But in our opinion, that's a really important technical analysis piece that speaks to whether or not a stock is moving in the direction that you'd want to use as a buy criteria or a sell criteria. All right, so those are the main technical indicators that we use. And then we have a bonus point in our system. And the bonus point is, whether or not the stock is paying a dividend, okay? Now, it is not something that we would count against a stock if they're not paying a dividend. And the reason for that is not all stocks ever have any intent of paying a dividend, okay? Berkshire Hathaway is a perfect example. It's a stock that has, um, you know, a number of things inside of it that you can plug right into this formula, but it doesn't pay a dividend. So we don't want to, we don't want to, take away from the stocks that don't pay a dividend that because they don't, but we want to add value if they are paying a dividend because that's something that we think might give us a little bit of a trigger to have a buy if it's a nice strong dividend. So that's something that we have factored into there. Okay, the last piece of our stock methodology is overlaying the experience and the economics. So here's the thing, data paints a really clear picture but it takes an experienced certified financial planner to interpret the message. (laughs) So in order to look at the actual results of all of these fundamental and technical indicators, we have to look at which ones are giving us buy criteria and which ones are giving us sell criteria and then weight them. And then we also have to look at what's the current economic picture that's out there and what is the current industry outlook for what that, where that stock sits What's the recent news that's out about it and and how all of those things might interplay, okay? So data is the primary driver, and then we overlay interpreting that message with these other things that we're looking at. So altogether, we feel like this is a really comprehensive process that's combining well-researched data with broad-ranging experience and insight. And then the model aligns and weights both qualitative and quantitative factors. And then overall, that's giving us a really robust, consistent process that informs a really strong foundation for decisions within a stock portfolio. So if you're a DIYer, you're doing this yourself, what I'm hoping is you took some notes on this or you go back and listen to the replay that you can find on iTunes about this because these are some of the metrics that we feel are really, really important in creating a stock screening system. So if you don't want to have the pitfall of making a buy decision based on emotion, 
or not being well-researched, or if you don't want to have the pitfall of not having the appropriate cell criteria in line, then this type of methodology is what either you need to create or come in and talk to us and have us run it through our system for you. And it's really important, the economic and experience piece you know, everything is a can be a really great stock, but you also have to think of the timing and what's going on in the economy to really determine right. if that's the right time to buy a stock. Um, and everybody knows I absolutely love analogies. <laughs> so I've got a good one here. <laughs> um, umbrellas are great unless you, you know, and they, they are good cells when it's raining and they're horrible cells when you're in the middle of a drought. So um, it might be a good thing to buy, but it, you have to look at current current situations and what's going on and, and things happen in the markets and things are happening in the global economy that you maybe aren't even aware of. And you have to really dial into all of that, th that stuff that's going on and line it up and pair it with the fundamental and the technical analysis that you do to make sure that you're, you're truly buying something at a good time and selling things at the right time too. So right. you cannot um, discount any of that. So I just have to say that I understand that a lot of this is, um, you know, got some languaging in it that, that might be something that is difficult to track with. But I'm just glad that there are financial geeks like us out there that can help you with it. But, but there's also people even smarter than us who are able to help put this into a tool and bring in the metrics that actually fundamentally just make sense for you. Because all people really want to know is, is this stock a good buy or should I hold it or is this the right time to sell it? And so if you have these things in place to understand what your own scoring system is or utilize a scoring system like this, it's going to provide you the answers to those questions that you can feel comfortable actually pulling the trigger on doing something within your portfolio. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. We hope to see you all at our Portfolio Pitfall Seminar coming up. And uh, we'll do an even deeper dive into some of these topics. And in the meantime, happy stock screening or give us a call and we'll be happy to do it. Thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Insurance offered through Sturk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial. Sturk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota, 57049, and can be reached at 605-217-3555.